Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site. Always, 1776.com, a free site. Today is Wednesday, October 27th, 2021. Please don't consider anything I say to be investment advice. I want everyone listening to this video to follow their own research and their own financial advisors. Let me just say... Um, made a video earlier this morning where I said I didn't like Shima Inu, a cryptocurrency, and uh, I noticed the blowback in the comments section, right? These are times where we don't have a consensus on some big issues, right? Many people believe that you just follow momentum. You just go with the hot crypto, whatever the reasons are why it's hot, right? I'm just not that kind of investor. Well, let's talk about another big item. Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, as well as Michael Burry, who was featured in the big short. In other words, these are big time guys, right? These are guys with a lot of heft in financial circles. Both of them are talking about hyperinflation. Right? There are even some videos here online that are suggesting that hyperinflation is here already. What I want people to do is to consider the idea that the bond market is the best gauge of where we are economically. Right Now understand, for me to believe that there is hyperinflation, I'm going to have to see bond yields jumping, jumping. Understand the people buying debt want to get as much as they can, right? So in an atmosphere where prices are jumping all over the place, the person buying debt, the person buying the bond would want to get as high a yield as possible. Now, folks, we know, just looking at U.S. Treasuries, that yields haven't been jumping. They've actually been going the other way. They've been getting squeezed. Right, folks, while we have some transitory inflation, let's use the word transitory, I believe what the bond market is telling you is that we're looking at deflation in the future, not inflation. How else could you explain people willing to get yields of less than 2.1% on 30-year U.S. Treasuries? Right? Three decades and right now, the market price is less than 2.1%. So what I want people to do is to look outside the United States. Look at what sovereign debt is going for. Understand, bondholders consider sovereign debt to have the highest credit worthiness in general. Right? I understand there's some unreliable countries out there. 
but typically bondholders are looking for safe havens. Right? What you're finding out, just looking at the bond market, and you cannot discuss inflation without considering the bond market, is that you have negative yielding sovereign debt. Right? These minuscule bond yields in the United States are commonplace among some European countries. Understand it has big ramifications. If you believe hyperinflation is coming, you believe that as robust as the housing market has been, it's going to continue to rise, right? They can't make more land. Land is finite, right? If you print more money and you have the same set of assets, those assets are going to rise in value. But if you're like me, and you believe that housing is actually in a bubble, that housing prices are going to drop in the future. Once this bubble pops, then you're not looking at inflation, folks. You're looking at deflation. I believe we're going to get deflation. By the way, I believe Bitcoin works in either an inflationary environment or a deflationary environment where you're trying to hold on to the value of your asset. Right, we're going to go through a period where we have to deleverage, where folks are going to have asset prices fall on them. Right, this is counter to the idea that we have hyperinflation right now, that the government is fudging the numbers. Right, I have no doubt the government's fudging the numbers, and I have no doubt we have inflation. But I know we don't have hyperinflation. That's just not happening, folks. You need monetary velocity for that to happen. All of the monetary velocity measures are down. They're depressed. You need a bond market that acknowledges that yields have to increase so you have bond buyers. Right? If you have hyperinflation, no one's going to be buying 30-year bonds at rates of less than 2.1%. That's just not going to happen. So just to be clear, hyperinflation doesn't operate in a vacuum. If you remember the 70s, Right, where you had more meaningful inflation than now. Right, not hyperinflation, that's the Weimar Republic, but 70s level inflation. You might remember that bond yields were huge. They were up around 15%. Again, today the bond yield is less than 2.1%. Understand, when you have heavy debt, that's deflationary because some of the money that you make has to go to pay your debt burden, right? You don't have the money to suddenly go and spend at the club.
right? Go and spend at the barber. Go and spend on that fourth or fifth suit, right? That's the kind of spending that leads to hyperinflation, or at least inflation that's maintained. Folks, right now we have the opposite. We have people buying debt who are so concerned about maintaining the market power of their investment that they're willing in this environment to accept a yield of less than 2.1% on the 30-year. Right? Let the bond market tell you what's going to happen next. Not the pundits. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. We do have inflation right now. Understood. I believe in time, as all of these stimulus bills peter out, right, as all of this government aid, all of this enhanced unemployment peters out, all of this help to landlords peters out, I think what we're going to find is that our economy is crawling along. Right? The heavy debt load has bogged us down. That's deflationary, not hyperinflationary. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. If the facts change, my opinions are going to change. But this is how I see it on Wednesday, October 27th, 2021. Thanks for stopping by.